Good evening and welcome back to our weekly question and answer series for Anash.org. Let me begin with a couple of more halachas which has to do and questions which has to do with Purim and then we're going to move on. Uh, the first of all, the people has to, have to be very careful to check their pockets on Purim and take out all the things, the stuff which are muktza, or even things which are not muktza in a place where there isn't a native. Because uh, especially for the people who make Purim Mappi Makadash, that means they start their Suda in the middle of the, the day Friday and they move on and continue their Suda till at night on Shabbos. So they have to make sure when it comes to Shkia or even before, they should take out from their pockets all the stuff and especially mix the stuff. A question. Does not making a Malach in Purim start from at night for someone that has a night job or only from the morning? Um Soifer in the Chuvas um, over there is a little bit mashma that it starts only from also from at night, but you could be Michael because the beginning writes that it is mutter to make a malacha purim at night, and he says it is a mekolshkin. It is if erev pesach, which not making a malacha is medina. In and at night there is no problem because the Mogav Rum writes the Simatuf Samaches. It is only from the Netzachama, so therefore Purim, which is only Memenhuga, then for sure um, you could make a Malocha at night. That means Pesach, even a place where there is a minik that you don't make a Malocha from the morning, and if Nechatzos, you could work. Till the nights, so Purim is much more lenient, so therefore, the Primogud and Paskins that you could make a Malacha Purim at night, and therefore, you could be Michael to make a Malacha till the Netzachama in the morning. Question I once heard that after Purim, when you take together all the cookies and you put it in one basket and one bag, you shouldn't do it because there is some halachic problem. Is there any truth to it? There's a lochen hilches chala that a person which made um, a dough which is less than you have to take chala. If after you you bake it, you put it together in one basket, then it gets mitztaraf, gets um, so to speak connected. It, it's as if it is one big piece of dough and one big piece of cake and if it has a, a shear for challah then you have to make then take then challah even with a bracha now when you get mishloch munas from a lot of people you don't know who's made a big dough which was mechiv b'challah and they took challah or who only baked you know for three people and they made a very sm small dough, which is not mechiv b'challah. 
So now you're going to take all these doughs, all these cookies, and you're going to put it together in one bag or in one basket, which now, then it wasn't Mechiba Chala because it was less than the sheer of Chala. But now, it has a sheer of Chala because when you take the basket, the basket makes it um, like one big piece of cake, so now it has a sheet of challah. So therefore, it might be a problem because you have to take challah. So therefore, this is the problem, which is probably you heard of putting together all the cookies. So therefore, if you want to put it in one basket or in one bag, so you should take out one piece, one cookie, one piece of cake, and being it mafresh vachala, without a bracha, because you don't know it's a sophic, without a bracha, and putting that small piece together with all other challah, which you took from other doughs, which you're going to burn uh, before Pesach or wherever, and then you could store the other cookies regularly. But yes, if you take uh, a bunch of cookies and you put it together in one basket in one bag and it has a sheet of challah now you should take off a piece for challah because now you have starfus the basket makes it together and the truth is not only the basket the freezer can also make this it should become one if you put everything together in one freezer in one shelf so it is also mitzvah. So therefore, you should take over a piece without a bracha. Question. Last week, the Rav said about not giving matunas liyoyin for most master. Does this apply also to schar limit? And does this depend if it's for a son or for a daughter? In of the age. Now the Allah is that you cannot pay anything which you are machiev to pay, you cannot take from most master. You cannot buy an asterisk from most master because that you machiev. A mitzvah which you are machiev or uh, anything which you are machiev to do, you cannot take from most master. So you cannot take from master for schalimet children, which is less than six years old because less than six years old according to all the poiskim you are machif to learn him Torah so if you pay you are paying off your chiv with most master you cannot do that if it's all the children since there's not a chiv to learn with them so some poiskim say that you could pay a kaponam, the piece, the part, which is for learning, you could pay for from from most um, master, and this is bring down its duke mishpat parigvuf sifi dalat. But according to the Alter Rebbe, Yishechenorich and Elchas Tamatoyre, the Alter Rebbe writes that a child, as long as he could not learn by himself, which a child from seven, eight years old could not learn for himself. It is still a chiv on the father to learn him Torah. So therefore, under six, there's no doubt that you cannot take anything for Shalimat. Above six, it depends if the child can learn already 
for himself or cannot learn for himself. If he could learn for himself, so therefore you could, I could put him to the you could um, pay from Masa. If he, he, he cannot learn for himself, so according to the Alter Rebbe, you cannot take it from Moses Masa because he has still have the Chiyaf. But there's a Maishiv Devurim, Chivas Maishiv Devurim, Yedaisim Kivlamadzaim, which he says that uh, although that um, a child is older than six and he could not learn yet, or a Bochan Yeshiva, you could still pay something from Asad because. Um, you are not Mechiev to give him food too. So when you pay his tuition, and a part of tuition is lunch or dinner, let's say if it's an yeshiva, so since you are not Mechiev to, um, to uh, give him parnasa, you only are Mechiev to give him or uh, if he's an Oni, so therefore since your son, Benoit Koid, when it comes to the Dukkah, you have a child which needs the Dukkah, you have somebody else, you have to give her your child first. So you have a Bacha, for instance, which is basically um, an older, you know, he's in Shiva, so he doesn't have money for himself to pay for his lunch, for his breakfast, for his supper. So therefore, a part of the Schalimet, you could pay from Asad, because it is if he gives tzedakah for a bachal, which is a oni, and binchu koidmim. When it comes to a daughter, tzedakah mishpat has a suffix, if you could deduct from Moz Maser uh, tuition for school, because a girl, you're not mechif to learn. So maybe uh, you, are, you are permitted to um, to give that money, which you're not machif to learn, and you learn for him, you, you pay for that, you could give from Mus Masa. He has a suffering name, but he says in any case, you have to calculate what in the Schalimat, the Chaliga learning, the Chaliga having fun, that means Chaliga learning, the part of learning you could pay from Masa. But the part from uh, the school being babysitting or giving other attractions or uh, uh, other things, you cannot deduct from Tzchalimet. So basically, to sum it up, it's not poshet to take famous master for Tzchalimet, but there are situations which you talk with a Rav, and at least apart from the Tzchalimet, you might be able to give famous master. Question. Can you please explain the general rule when someone would need to give master? Paycheck, gifts, tip, unemployment check, stimulus check. The clearly is any money which you receive or earn or you have inheritance, you need to give master. But not items. That means a paycheck, yes, you have to give master. If you get a gift money, you have to give Maaser. You have a tip, unemployment check, stimulus check. Yes, you have to give Maaser. Any money which is given 
for a specific thing. For instance, the, the government will give you a week or food stamps, which is specifically for food. It is as if they give you food, which you should buy, but they, they cannot give you the food, they cannot give you the milk, the orange juice. They give you like money that you should be able to buy these things. So since they give you the items, you don't need to give master. The same will go also when they pay um, Section 8. They pay special for rent. They give it, most of the time they give it for the landlord. You don't have to give master. But any time which is not specific, the government gives you a paycheck for, uh, you know, stimulus, stimulus check, which is made for everybody who is low income should get some money to spend, or unemployment check, which is not specific for food or for shelter, you got to give master. When it comes to gifts, depends. If you get gifts money, you have to give master. If you get a, get a gift a item, the minigo oilam, according to the post which say you don't forgive master there are some which say you have to evaluate how much you got and give master from the from the value but most post say that whenever you give it you get an item you don't need to give master question how does one check letters on shabbos for a salad answer is a person is permitted to check letters, for instance, uh, on Shabbos. Now, if he takes out, or if he checks letters and the outer layers of the letters are rotten, you could just take it off. It is not a problem. But we have already the regular ones, and you want to check it for worms, you could do on the Shabbos. Now, if you find a big worm, so you have no problem of Iser Boirer to take it off because it is. It stands for itself. This is how Shbir Shabska Chusa writes in Pari Gimel, Siflamadvov, and other poets can bring down that if it's a big bug, you have no problem. But you still gotta watch how you take it off because you might kill it. And also, it is a problem of Tiltal Mikza. So, therefore, you should take it off with a piece, tear off a piece of the lettuce too, and this is how you should throw away the, the bug. But if you find on the, on the lettuce tiny bugs, tiny worms, then um, you should not um, take it off because that might be a problem of boiler. Again, if you take it off together with the letter, it's not a problem. So tiny bugs, you have to take it with the letters. But uh, bigger ones, you're not machiv to take it, but it's kedai to take it together with a piece of of um, of lettuce in order shouldn't kill the bug by mistake question my mother fell broke her ankle and needs a walker in a wheelchair to get around the house she's elderly and lives alone far from other people when I am there for Shabbos helping her what kind of malachas can I do especially at night can I turn on uh, medical machines, warm food, turn on and off a light to help her. No, the answer is no. She broke her ankle. She is considered a cholish ayin baskuna. So you, not, you cannot make 
any malacha, for sure not, which is a deraisa, which is what she asked, warm food, uh, put on a light. No, you cannot do that. You have to have a goy should do this malachas. And if you don't have a goy, you cannot do it. Um, regarding turning on a medical machine like a CPAC, CPAP, um, this is a thing which you have to discuss with a rov, and we have to know exactly why she has a CPAP. Sometimes it is dangerous if she doesn't have this machine, and then she is considered and you are up a minute to turn her on, especially if you make a shinny. But sometimes it only makes her more comfortable to sleep, so therefore this you have to discuss, pick up a phone to a rov, and explain her, explain him the, the, the situation. But when you mo if, if she broke her ankle and she needs a walker, that's not a reason that you should be able to make malachas for her on Shabbos. Question. The Alter Rebbe writes in Shechanorach Simakiv Chuvchaz that if there is only one coin in a shul, the chazan does not announce kahanim, rather they go to dichen on their own. Is this the way we do Lamaisa? The answer is yes. This is the minik, how you do it in all the shuls on Yom Tov, if there is only one coin. The chazan does not say kahanim. He starts a brucha for himself. Question. If a person is eating soup and doesn't want the carrots, for example, and he removes them in order to give them to someone else who wants them, is that considered boiler? Since for him it's psoilus, or is considered oichel? The answer to this question is like this. A thing which is stay for for itself and it's not it's not mixed together with something else it's not considered boiler as i mentioned before i got a big bug on the letters the same will also be if you have a carrot in a soup if it's not mixed together with other things with noodles or with other meat just take out to take out the carrot from the soup it is not considered boiler if it is small pieces and it's together with mixed together with the noodles and other things, then you have a problem of boiler. But even if you have a problem of boiler and you take it out from your plate because you don't like it, but somebody else wants it, you could give it for him. And even though the main reason why you take it out from your plate is because you don't want it in your plate, but since the other pe person will eat it, it's not considered boiler. This is the Prima Gudim writes in Simen Shin Yitas, of Sifkut and Bais, that if somebody else is going to eat it, although you take it out with the intention, it shouldn't be in your plate, but since somebody else is going to eat it, it is not considered to be boiler, and you could do it on Shabbos. Next question. Can I take a carrot off from top of a filter fish on Shabbos. Yes, as I mentioned before, since it is Nikurim, that means it stands for itself, it's not connected, it's not mixed together with other things, it is not considered Me'irav, it's not considered mixed together, and it's not boiled. This is how 
the Shabbos Kaluch Chalik Bais Parigid Bais Sifid Zayin says it, not the Poskim write it. But if it is connected together, for instance, you put on on a cake uh, cream and you want to take off the cream, that's already considered it's connected together, and therefore it will be a problem of boiling. But take off a carrot from a filter fish, it is not a problem. Question. Um, you cannot walk and go into a person which dams Shmoin you cannot walk into his Dalat Amas. If a person walks in to his Dalat Amas, from, by mistake, what should you do? Should you go out from the Dalat Amas or stay there and don't move? The answer is, there is two, 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 two shittas in the Poiskim, the Piskechivis brings down a Simakif Bais. Poiskim, some Poiskim write that you should go out. Some Poiskim write that you shouldn't go out. But Lamaise, Sai, uh, over there, he's Machria, that you should go out. And that's Lamaise, also Dominic, that people will go out and will not stand in the Dalatamas. Since that per till the person finishes davening. Question: When are when are we meant to wait six hours after hard cheese? Um, this was discussed already in shear number four. You could listen to to that shear again. It's in minute three point thirty-five. Question. Can challah baked in a fleshiga oven be eaten with cream cheese on it? It depends. If the oven was a clean oven and it was not a banyoyme, that means it was not used in the for hours, and you bake it in a bakele, in a pan, you have no problem to use that challah even when you use it for cream cheese. Again, if it's a clean oven, and it is not wasn't used in the past 24 hours. You could eat it together with cream cheese. Okay, we're gonna stop here and please join us next week, Emir Hashem, and send in your questions to inbox at anash.org. Good night and have a wonderful week and have a freilich Purim.